the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Sponsored by Essex Mortgage. This is Real Life Lending and Real Estate. Your source for real estate market updates and strategies and answers to your real estate lending questions. Now, to provide you with insight and help you navigate the constantly changing world of real estate lending, here's your host, financial services expert and vice president of Essex Mortgage, Eric Olofsky. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Real Life Lending and Real Estate. We are your Northern California show for what's new and true in mortgage finance and real estate. Um, those of you that are new listeners, we're actually celebrating our seventh year on the air. Started a little station up in Northern California in the Sacramento area and have continually grown. Um, I actually grew up in the Bay Area. We're down there quite a bit. I know both markets extremely well. I am celebrating my 30th year in real estate and currently the vice president of Essex Mortgage and the broker owner, CEO of Real Life Real Estate. So we are a one-stop shop. We have answers, questions. I started the show because of my frustration about what I was hearing in the media about real estate after the downturn, how it was a terrible investment. You were never going to see your equity again. Banks were evil. Equity was never going to come back. And here we are in 2020. And in some of our markets, we're seeing our exceeding home prices that they were before the downturn. And lending, you know, we got rid of some lenders, which was a good thing. We got rid of some products, which was a great thing. And I think it's more of a common sense approach. So this is a place for you, the consumer, to come call, text, ask questions about what you can do and what you can't do in a real estate transaction. We have a lot of ways to get a hold of us. Our uh, local number is 925-203-5808, 925 925- Two zero three five eight zero eight. We also have a text line throughout Northern California. It's really simple. It's 916-806-0606, 916-806-0606. You can always jump on our website, reallifelending.com. Text me a question, say hello, or get pre-approved for a mortgage or list your home for sale. In studio today, we have Ms. Jana Mosisian. Hello. Hi, Jana. How are you? Fantastic. Remind, every- remind everybody who you are and what you do. Well, I'm Jana Mosisian, as you said perfectly. Um, how, I, how many uh, years has it taken me to get that right? We've only know, known <laughs> each other for like seven. Oh, uh, sorry. <laughs> um, so I am with Real Life Real Estate. I am one of the realtors here and um, going on our second That's year right. here with Real Life. And we were just talking about how this is the last job you'll ever have. That's right. So excited about that. And um, I sell and help people buy homes in the greater Northern California. California, yeah. <laughs> yeah, all of it. And it's what's cool about the radio show is it allows us to meet and greet folks from all over California. I mean, we're heard just about throughout Northern California. But more importantly, uh, it's about answering questions and making sure that you guys have the power of knowledge on one of the largest investments you're ever going to make. So, again, please call, ask questions, text us. Again, 916-806-0606. We are here to answer all your questions. Let's take all take a deep breath. Because you know what? It's been busy. It Rates has. are dropping. 
thank you for the cor- uh, coronavirus. I'm waiting for the Budweiser virus to come next month. But <laughs> We're going to get some hate calls. <laughs> no, I know. But, hey, uh, it is phenomenal. And one of the things that, that as a lender and, and being in the business so long, we used to be able to, to kind of predict where rates were going to go based on the bond market, right? right? Certain economic indicators. But now we've got this whole other factor called fear that just affects our market affects the economy. And little did I know that in 2020, we'd be sitting at interest rates at or near or below 3%, depending on a loan product. Absolutely amazing. I, I, if, if your lender and your real estate agents are refinancing their homes, it's time to refinance your home. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, trust me. And, and it, is, it is that time. And I know you're going to get inundated with a ton of calls and a ton of flyers and um, emails and your mailbox stuff. But, you know, there is a correct way and a wrong way and maybe it maybe it's your you should or maybe you shouldn't when it refinance but i gotta tell you if you haven't refinanced your home or you bought within the last 12 months you're probably going to save some money Absolutely. and i'm a pretty conservative guy it's all about the long-term picture unless you're actually going to be leaving out of your house in the next year or two you know you got to take a look at doing that and one of the things we do at Essex Mortgage, is, uh, we actually will take a look. Send me your current mortgage statement. We'll give you an honest evaluation about what you can do, how much money you can save. And if you have an existing quote, you know, we're going to be we're going to tell you, hey, this is a really good deal. It's market, you know, right on it. And I would say maybe 75% of those are, are there's some good lenders out there. But every now and then we come across those last 25%. They're not asking the right question. 75. Well, um, <laughs> uh, you know, we're going to tell you, hey, you know, maybe you're a veteran. Maybe you're not using that veteran product. Or maybe, hey, have you thought about this? since you're not going to be in the house. So, you know, it's a free, it doesn't cost you anything. Give me a call. It's the same as a text line, 916-806-0606. One of the other reasons why we're taking a deep breath, because the phones are absolutely ringing off the hook. Northern California real estate is on fire. It is. Tell me what's going on. Oh, yeah. Well, I'll tell you my little story of the week has been. So, you know, people are like, oh, I don't want to sell. It's just not going to work. And, you know, we're in the winter months still, which if you live in Northern California, we're in 75 degree weather right now. I don't think we've had a winter this year. But I just got an offer accepted on a property Mm -hmm. that had 28 offers on a single property. That means there's 27 people still looking in that same area to buy a home. Right. Because we got it. (laughs) No. So um, it's just been in any, it's not just that any offer that I've put in in the last week or two has had anywhere from three to 15 offers with this one being an exception of 20. And that's kind of in line of what the predictions were back in January. I think I mentioned that, you know, expectations were one in four are Mm -hmm. going to be in a bidding war. And that's, you know, last year was one in nine in 2019. I actually think that Maybe one and two, it seems like these days. It, it really does. And, you know, we think of the selling season or the real estate season, you know, early in spring, you know, April, May. And But I got to tell you, since January, after the holidays, people are considering really, you know, they're seeing how cheap money is and bringing interest rates. And they're seeing, you know, hey, maybe my equity is real this time and maybe I can really do something with that. Absolutely. And those of you that are sitting and waiting for a downturn, you know, we've been asked that question for the last nine years. Right. Uh, and those people that waited nine years, you're paying about 40% more probably for that house than you did nine years ago. Yeah. So there's a cost of waiting, but more importantly, it has to be right. And you have to be educated about what you're doing and understand at that purchase price, this is going to be your payment. These are going to be my out-of-pocket costs. This is what the process is like. And, and kind of tied into what Jean has said, we're going to talk about, you know, how do you get an offer accepted when there's 28 offers 
on a property? You know, what, what, are, what are you seeing right now? What's, what's some of the strategies? Well, I won't give all of them away, but I feel like the number one thing that a lot of people don't do, which even with clients as well, it's that communication. Sure. So when I get, here's a tip for all the real estate agents. You text the selling agent fifth, every 15 minutes, minutes asking if you're in contract yet. <laughs> that is, I mean, what I'm saying is, you know, I at least touch base. And Sometimes squeaky wheel does, least, does work. Honestly, because I touched base with him because they weren't going to review offers for four days. Mm-hmm. I touched base with him every day, at least twice a day asking, Hey, how are we looking? I know you, I'm sure you've gotten more offers. You know, what do we do to beat it? What? So when he, we were at a point of communication, when he called me back, he said, I'm not even sending counter offers. Can you do this number? And I'm sending you the wow. out of 28. So it's just having that constant communication, which a lot of people, we just, you know, you sure. send an offer and you sit there and say, Oh, we'll find out on Sunday. Let's yeah. just twiddle. Our sitting thumb. Exactly. So I would definitely say have that communication because it definitely helped us in our case. Right. It also helped that I waived our appraisal contingency, but which is a good strategy. And, and again, you know, having your lender call out and right. tell them how one, Wonderful, their buyers are, and right. how they've been fully pre-approved, and you know, we've gotten the verification of employment. We've already been through underwriting, and those are the things that maybe set your your offer right. aside. And, and and we can't do that with every single right. you know client, and that's also when you do have clients that you can do it with. But I feel like even if we hadn't waived the in appraisal contingency, because no one else had, sure. you know, they would have still came back to us because of the other terms. We I always shorten my inspection days. You know, I don't need seventeen days to know if they're going to like a house sure. or not. Give me less than seven, and because I have, I already have inspectors, pest inspectors, home inspectors, sewer guys lined up. If you don't have them, I've got the guys, a list of them to get in there and get it done as soon as possible. Yeah, and I really think that you know, showing the listing agent that you guys are we're on it, Absolutely. and that we are communicating. Yeah. And you know, I got a great tip from another agent last week that you know, one thing he does is he calls, hey, I just sent over an offer. I've got my uh, my inspection scheduled for Friday. Right. When am I going to expect to that. see my? I mean, just showing that hey, you're ready to go, yeah. and we're. Ready Ready to move and we're not going to sit and drag our feet. Those things make a big difference. And, you know, you mentioned um, um, appraisal waiver. Let's kind of explain what that means to people out there. So, well, I guess you would be better at explaining this, sure. but from just the gist of it is that you get an appraisal and you can only get a loan for whatever that is. Sure, the lender will lend on the appraise value, not appraise- the sale price. Exactly. So let's say you're in contract for 500000 and mm-hmm. appraisal comes in at four eighty. Lender will not go over that four eighty. So if you want that house at five hundred, you need to come up with that extra twenty. Yeah, if you're putting ten percent down, we're gonna go. We're gonna we're gonna loan you ninety percent of the four eighty, right. not the five hundred thousand. So that right. means you'd have to come in with a difference. Right. But that's a great tactic. And one of the things I think I'm also seeing, and, and strategy for agents, especially at real life real estate, is you know sometimes if we have a fully approved buyer and we've gotten the verification of employment and we've really gone through and really detailed or even if it's a simple, you know, maybe do a, a no, offer no loan contingency. Yeah. You know, that's one of the things that we're seeing a lot of as well. Absolutely. Meaning that, you know, we're, your loan's approved. Yeah. And most of the time when we do a fully underwritten pre-approval, all we need is a contract and appraisal and maybe some updated pay stubs. So what this means for a buyer is that, let's say if we waive our, all of our, you know, contingencies, mm-hmm. whether it's inspection or appraisal or loan, your earnest money deposit is we're saying that whatever that number is, normally we put 1%. So for a $500,000 home, it'd be $5,000. We're saying... If we were to back out for any reason, that money right there pretty much goes to the seller. So it's kind of guaranteeing the seller money. So we have to be so confident that we're able to do this to be able to, you know, gamble uh, a buyer. So we don't do it in all instances. But when we have a team like we do now where we get full underwritten approvals that guarantee us closings, you know, it's easy to have those kind of offers out. And you made a great point about the earnest money check. And what that is, is good faith money. If you're you're writing an offer, you you, on on the contract, you say, all right, I'm 
I'm going to put 1% of the purchase price in escrow right. as good faith to show you I'm serious about your property. And that money is yours. It's it part is. of your down payment. It doesn't go. <laughs> and as long as you back out within your contingency period, right. you it's yours. It but one of the other tricks out there, and I, I wouldn't say tricks, but as aggressive, if so, you have somebody that really wants that house and it's a $300,000 mm-hmm. house and you call the agent and say, hey, I just sent somebody, I sent an offer over to you. I've got inspections scheduled Friday and both, by the way, our earnest money is $20,000. Right. So is that going to, and when everything else is coming in with $3,000, that tells the seller that you right. really want that property. Exactly. And it kind of does put you ahead of the game. So these are things, you know, we talked about shortening contingency. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't need 17 days for yeah. a loan contingency. Uh, we can remove that. Appraisal contingency, unless it's a VA appraisal, usually we can get right. an appraisal back within a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are so many things that experienced real estate professionals understand. Listen, we, we live and breathe this seven right. days a week. 24 hours a day. We've got very understanding spouses mm-hmm. and this is kind of what we do. And and we've been in the business for a long time and, and especially those folks that are out there that have been in competition and you've been one of the 28 like on an offer that uh, experience that Jean had just mentioned, you know, there it's, it's competitive. It is competitive, but sometimes it's about knowing your seller, knowing exactly who owns the property. Exactly. Sometimes writing a letter helps. If, if, if you know that the, the, uh, the seller is law enforcement, and your law enforcement, write that letter on, on police stationery. Right. You know, it's all called the Magnum PI approach. There, There is no wrong things when you're trying to buy a home. There, hey, it is I'll ask out a listing there agent if she gonna... wants to be on the radio. So, right? I mean, whatever I can do to get your offer accepted, we will do. But again, you know, one of the things that, that real life real estate does is that it's just, it, we are a community. And one of the things that reason why I started real life is to kind of get the whole aspect, increase buyer's pool with the radio shows and, and help you understand both aspects. Not only from the buying the real estate side, but what the lender is going to look at on that particular side. So on that note, we're going to break here for our first break. Again, our text line is 916-806-0606. You're listening to Real Life Lending and Real Estate. We'll be right back after this. This is Real Life Lending and Real Estate with financial services expert, Eric Olofsky. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Real Life Lending and Real Estate. We're your Northern California show for what's new and true in mortgage finance and real estate. And, you know, before the break, we're here with Jana Mosissian, a realtor extraordinaire with Real Life Real Estate, kind of talking about how crazy this year has been so far and just, just what we're seeing in the market and how competitive it is. And some of the simple things that I think it would be beneficial to some of our listeners is, you know, what, what – uh, what happens in a transaction, start to finish? And we kind of want to go through that? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, before we do that, I want to talk about a property that we have that came on the market in Rohnert Park. I know you folks are out there listening. Um, this is uh, just hit the market. It's kind of like a blank slate. The sellers just painted the interior. Um, it is a four-bedroom, three-bath, 2,200 square feet. It's right in wine country in Roanoke Park, down the street from a couple wineries. It uh, It's it's about $40,000 under the the comps down the street. Wow. Uh, it is an amazing buy. And if you want to learn more about that, give me a call. Uh, 925-203-5808. We would love to show you that. Um, you have an investment property you're going to talk about a little later, right? Yes, absolutely. All your investors listening, we have a cap rate that you just don't find anymore, yeah, especially in the Bay Area. percent There you go. Um, so we talk about real estate. We mm-hmm. talk about the process. We talk about all the steps and all the balls. Remember, we've got... Loan officers, agents, listing agents, buyers, agents, escrow, title, home inspector, home appraiser, all these balls in the air, plunders, processors, loan officers. And I got to keep them all in line. That's right. (laughs) 
<laughs> she, she's not joking about that, <laughs> folks. Um, but uh, it really is a process that we've got a lot of entities inside. And, and I thought it would be a good idea of at least kind of going through the steps. And you can comment on those, Ajana, about Absolutely. advice as we go through that. And obviously the home buyer makes an offer. Um, they sign the purchase agreement, meaning mm-hmm. that they've, they've agreed on a sales price and terms. Right. Um, and then the seller has to agree to those terms. As the, well. That's right. We make an <laughs> offer. The seller has to sign or counter an offer, and that kind of puts us in contract. Uh, escrow. We open an escrow account. You want to talk about that process? Yeah, absolutely. So once escrow is open, that's when we talked about the earnest money deposit. Mm-hmm. So normally within three days of an offer being accepted, we put in our earnest money deposit mm-hmm. to show that in good faith, hey, we're serious. Let's make this happen. So the, the agent calls an, actually, an escrow company and says, yes. look, I'd like to open escrow. They send You send them a copy of the contract, right? right? And usually we, um, we put the escrow company in their original offer. You know, whether the seller has a preference or the buyer has a preference, mm-hmm. we come to an agreement and go based off of that. Okay. And luckily in Northern California, Tal and escrow are held under the same roof, opposed to like easy. somewhere else in the country. And, and even in Southern California, there's a separate company for title, there a separate is. company from escrow. And I thought that is so weird. And I know. <laughs> trust me. It does get – but then title company has some duties. Like you said, they open the earnest money. Right. They, they open an, uh, an escrow account. And then they're going to run a – a preliminary title report on the right. property, right? What so are they looking for? So we want to make sure that there's no liens on the property. You know, they want to see what the sellers have paid in um, taxes and right. things like that. So because title has to guarantee us a clear title, so that mm-hmm. means it can't have any anything that comes back. Any to encumbrances, the exactly. There might uh, things like uh, like uh, right away, like mm-hmm. maybe for power lines or such. These are things yes. that are going to be found on the title report. That as a buyer, you really need to know exactly. Uh, and I had a client come back, and believe it or not, there was an easement for a. Uh, a public telephone, which you don't see anymore, right? A payphone. Right. Uh, and so there, somewhere in the property, there was a wire buried for for a a public telephone. Interesting. Uh, okay. I don't think the telephone was there, but you know, those are the things that, that you look for, and any type of mechanics lien uh, or judgments or right. IRS or tax liens that show right. up. Those all have to be cleared by close of escrow, and that's title's job to do that. Exactly. And that's what you're paying those fees for, because during a purchase, you're paying title, and, and escrow you're fees. also getting title insurance. You know, so that's part of it that we pay for it so that it covers it in case there's something that you know comes up after we close i'll use my own experience i had a two thousand dollar bill from the water company come to my house after i purchased my home lucky you right and i was like wait what just happened so i called (laughs) title well the good thing was they had already actually sent the payment and it but if let's say they hadn't sent that payment in and they had missed it somehow then it's not on you anymore to pay that that's when title comes in because that's why you bought that insurance they never make mistakes like these so most of the time you know we've actually had a uh uh a case that Mm -hmm. a house that we closed on we were we were we were did the loan on it uh there was a solar lease okay so there was an attachment uh, and a lien on the property that didn't get transferred and didn't get paid at close of escrow oh wow so now, in my opinion, escrow is responsible for Absolutely. that. Absolutely. And they're pushing back. They should have seen that, right. and they should have cleared that before Absolutely. close of escrow. So now, now this this person has a a lien that's not even in their name on their home. Wow. So that's going to go to litigation. And, yeah. And you know, these are the things that that's why we, you and I, look at preliminary right. titles, and we want to make sure, and we screen them to make sure that we're asking those questions. And and I'm not sure this was not somebody we represented, and it was on the other side of it, but it was really unfortunate that that's what happened. So you pay title insurance for a reason. Right. It's like an insurance policy it's on your car. Covered. If something crashes and burns, mm-hmm. they're going to cover it for you. And something or a tax lien that could come up later on, or or, or somebody that did work on the property, right. those things come up. And we're going to continue, I guess, after the 
next break about uh, you know what happens during the real estate process and some of the steps and what to look out for and what to do and what not to do. We'll be right back after this. You're listening to Real Life Lending and Real Estate with financial services expert Eric Olofsky. All right, everybody. Welcome back to Real Life Lending and Real Estate. I'm here with Jeanne Movsissian with Real Life Real Estate. And we're kind of going through the process of buying a home start to finish. We talked about, you know, obviously, negotiating a contract and a sale price and terms. We talked about opening an escrow uh, where you know the buyer puts their earnest money in. Title report, uh, escrow is going to run a preliminary title to make sure there are no liens on there. Um, the next what I think this is your neck of the woods. You're owning a home inspection. We want to make sure during that contingency period that one of our inspections Absolutely. is a home inspection. So it's not just a home inspection. So we do a full home inspection, a pest inspection that looks for dry rot, termites, you know, anything of that sort. And also I like to do a sewer inspection. I know a lot of agents don't, rec- you know, don't even think about doing this. But um, you also get – because that way I've had clients that, you know, we found four, five, six, $9,000 worth of things that needed to happen to the sewers. So it's nice to know these things ahead of time and that way we can negotiate those things for either the seller to pay or you know get a credit or something that will come in handy and won't cost the buyer an arm and a leg right and i think that you know there's a couple types of inspection you know you're talking about pest right maybe a roof inspection absolutely and and a full whole house inspection yes absolutely so the whole house inspection especially um you know that usually covers the roof but sometimes we like to get especially for roof is a little you know over Mm -hmm. five years old if it's brand new you know if inspectors don't see anything we're okay but if it's something you know we want to make sure uh i had actually two quotes two people come out and give quotes on a roof because sometimes you just don't know you know who to trust so um, we have all those. Sometimes we need a, you know, uh, AC inspection. Have a separate company come in sure. and do that. So it just depends on what the home inspection. And a pool calls. inspection if it's got a pool. Absolutely, those are those pumps and all that good stuff to see. Can and, be expensive. Uh, yes. Um, I know you get a lot of rebates for updating, though, so I have the connection to that if anybody has right. a pool. <laughs> and, and, you know, one of the things is the lender, especially, you know, depending on where it's at, if you're more in a rural area and are well and septic, yep. we're going to require a, a well cert and a septic cert, Absolutely. making sure that those are in good working order. And one of the things I think that is kind of important, especially these days, especially after the, the amount of rain we had last year and some of the drought period, uh, but it, you know, a sewer inspection, you know, because of, because of, we're seeing a lot of roots and stuff yep. in the main sewer line, which, which a lot of times a home home warranty doesn't cover. Exactly, and and if you do do an inspection, and let's say they find roots, and we do nothing about it, if it backs up, a home warranty will come, and the minute they hit roots, they'll back up and say this is a pre existing condition, right. so we won't cover this. So knowing this, that's why I just had a client that their entire sewer system needs to be changed, and they got a quote for ninety five hundred dollars. Yep. So we just got a ten thousand dollar reduction because yeah. that's. <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And and again, you know, it's about identifying problems to it because our fiduciaries to our clients, right? Absolutely. To make sure that they're buying a home, number one, that's livable. And on the lending side, we want to make sure that they're buying a home because let's face it, the security instrument of their loan is the mm-hmm. property. And uh, it, it's just a matter of knowing what to look for because in the past, you know, years ago, a sewer inspection was never even thought yeah, of, but it's kind of become just, this has been the natural progression of things is, you know, as, as homes get older and especially some of our sewer systems and some of our cities get older, right. this is becoming a more and more prevalent issue. I, I think we had like, Last year, we had several homes that had issues with Absolutely. sewer, sewer pipes. Especially, especially in the greater Sacramento area. Right. I mean, we are the city of trees. I do not care that we've changed our name <laughs> to Farm to Fork. We are still <laughs> the city of trees. And it's important because those roots are costly. So let's say uh, you, you do your inspections and you find that the property needs uh, $5,000 worth of pest work. 
Right. What's What do we do? Well, it here's the thing. Sometimes a buyer looks at that report and says, I can fix that. Or, oh, I have a guy. I'm not worried about it. Sure. But most of the time, we want to make sure that they're taken care of. And, you know, so like I said, we just found out that we had $9,500, mm-hmm. you know, worth of sewer work that was going to be done. Mm-hmm. So I went back and asked the buyer, do you want a $10,000 credit towards closing costs? Or would you? And that's also tricky because sometimes the lender won't allow that. So we have sure. to also find that out. So they said, you know what? I would just like that money to be taken off the um, purchase price. Right. So we went back to the seller and said, hey, we're going to need 10000 off the purchase price because of this issue. And it, and usually there is more than one and we pick the biggest issue, you know. When you're buying a used home, it's just like a used car. So we just got to make sure. So we're running out. You know, so you do a request for repairs and see what the seller Absolutely. says. All right, folks. Uh, we're coming up on another break. You're listening to Real Life Lending and Real Estate. We've got some text questions coming in. 916-806-0606. We'll be right back after this. This is Real Life Lending and Real Estate with financial services expert, Eric Olofsky. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Real Life Lending and Real Estate. My name is Eric Olofsky. I'm here with Jana Movsissian, and we're talking real estate and lending. Today is the day to stop paying your landlord's mortgage. We're talking about the process. But one of the things we do for all of our listeners, I know you have some specials on the real estate side. We're going to do a fully underwritten pre-approval. We're going to educate you about give you the power of knowledge on one of the largest investments you're ever going to make, then Jana's going to go out and get you in contract, right? I am. And what do you do for our listeners? For all of them, I will pay for all of your inspections. What? That's that's about $800, $2,000 you don't have to worry about. And listen, if we sweet talk Eric enough, he's going to pay for our appraisal. That's probably so, true. That's probably true. So if whoever, if you guys call and want to work with us on getting you a home, we'll pay for your inspections and your appraisal. 1500 out of pocket. You don't have to worry about there's it. A, a there's so many different programs out there. And I know we're, we're kind of getting off our list, but one of the things I really want to touch base on, you know, I know that in the Bay Area, you know, sometimes it's, it's it, you know, their homes are priced here and and again i i know that market really well we we sell a lot of homes in the bay area from listeners for just like yourself and we help you find your first home and there are some as long as we're in the conforming high balance limit which is over seven hundred thousand dollars in your area we have a hundred percent financing programs uh both fha Absolutely. and conventional and this is not the cal Hefa where you have to be a first-time home buyer you're capped at debt to income ratio we have our own in-house uh, down payment assistance program, 100% financing. So, uh, again, uh, if you want to start that process and stop paying your landlord's mortgage because you're paying somebody's mortgage, and especially yours. with rents in the Bay Area. We live in Northern California. We're one of the highest rental increases, both single family and apartments throughout the country. I think we've been in the top five the last five years. Yeah, so crazy. forget about making money. Forget about building wealth. Forgetting about all those great things about being able to paint the walls purple that you come with owning a home. Right. But you're going to fix the cost of your housing for the next 30 years. And That's how many amazing. of you out there sitting there, car or at your desk, have had a and you're renting have had a rental increase notice the last 24 months everybody raise your hand (laughs) yeah i I mean i I get it and or the landlord say hey i'm going to cash out my equity i'm going to sell this thing Uh, so you got to be out in 60 days yeah happens all the time so give us a call start the process educate yourself about the largest investment you're probably ever going to make and give us a call get pre-approved 916-806-0606 and john has somebody get a hold of you if they want to list their property or maybe find their first second third Upgrade, downgrade, how do they get a hold of you? Investments. 916-505-0054. That's 505-0054. I wish it was 5-5. And we're going to talk investment property in a little bit. Um, But one other thing. How many of you out there are sitting in your home and – um, I just had a client that sold their house in Burlingame, 2,250 square feet for $3.1 million. Um, great 
happy Amazing. for you. Uh, but you know what? You can buy up the hill. We've got a property, a golf community with two private golf courses, a lake, an equestrian center, 6,000 square feet <laughs> for, for right around one, th- one three. Oh, okay. So uh, what a deal. And this place is pretty amazing. It's like it, it's, it's, it's absolutely you get lost in this house. 6,000 square 6, feet. 6,000 square feet. I, I, I would never find my husband ever. <laughs> Sometimes that's a good thing, I hear. You know? You know? <laughs> All right. Hey, we're talking about the process of real estate. We left off with the home inspection. What happens if something's wrong with the house? You ask for a request for repairs. Next, the lender's going to call in your home appraiser. So the lender's going to do an appraisal, uh, not because they don't trust you, but that's the security instrument for the loan. Of and that's the, that's actually what they're lending on. They're lending on the value of the home. So the appraiser is not is going to go out and appraise your home for against sold comparables. They're not contractors. They're not looking right. for cracked walls or the condition of the house, make sure the AC's working. They're making sure that everything's functional. Right. All the appliances have to work. Uh, the place water. is livable, running water. Electricity has to be right. on. And he's just there to make sure the property... Now, it, now if he sees a, a wet spot on the ceiling, right. he's going to call that out that say, hey, it might need further inspection. Then then that might be a problem for your lender. They'll ask to see a copy of an inspection or maybe a roof cert. We had a hole in the in, on one of the deals we did together. We had a hole in the wall with very horrible patchwork and the you know he, and the, he called it the appraiser sure. called but but we already had had a the roof was redone after that incident right. so it was an easy you know hey here's our roof cert that we're good it won't Perfect. happen again <laughs> yeah and the appraiser is just there to appraise the home uh, for value based on some recent sales now right. one thing that that I want to note is that the the appraisal is is valid for the day they went out if something closes two days later right. then you know then that might have to be a recertif- recertification of value and if an appraisal comes in low which it, does, it hasn't happened in a while but it's it, more last year right. because people were trying to get astronaut there oh, yeah. you had a lot of agents that were promising the moon and the stars just to get the listing right. and they ended up chasing the market down so uh and, and if an appraisal comes in low you have a couple options you can pay the difference you can renegotiate the sales price right. um or split it in half one right. or the other and most of the time, sellers, once they see that in writing, right. you know, they're more reasonable and go, okay, this makes more sense. <laughs> but I know, trust me, everybody thinks their house is worth more than everybody else's. I get it. I do too. You know? It's just human nature, but an appraisal is going to give you a good point. And if you have a really hard home to compare, that, that there's not a lot of comparables out there, maybe get an appraisal up front yes. would be an idea to wait to, 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 to price the home. I will say this, I've done that before. I will say this, usually when you get an appraisal up front, it's usually a little bit more conservative, right. I feel like, than it normally would have been, you know? Um, so um, it, it's worked out because we've gotten, we'll say, oh, hey, we have this appraised value already, so we know we can get, you know, this amount. But sometimes we've had it appraised and we've had 10 offers and had a bidding war and had a appraisal contingency right. waived. So it all depends, but I definitely, definitely recommend it for those. So the appraisal problems. comes in, fine. We move along. You're going to work with Essex Mortgage on your financing. You'll have already Absolutely. been pre-approved before you even start looking for your home. So we might need some updated pay stubs, maybe a bank statement, maybe a gift paperwork from mom and dad or whatever uh, we're going to be using. Really simple. Like I said, we want to identify all these hurdles before you even start looking. So that's going to be minimal. And then all the paperwork comes together at the closing table, right? Oh, the fun. We've got all those 115 pages to 130 pages for you to sign. Yes, I'm not exaggerating, depending on whether it's a government loan or not. No, that's true. (laughs) You've got the HUD, certificate of title, deed, bill of sale, statement of closing costs, all the loan paperwork. And everything that you sign on the front end with your loan application, you're going to sign 
again. <laughs> um, those get signed by a notary present to acknowledge that you are who you are. You're going to get your funds to escrow if there's a down payment involved mm-hmm. or closing cost. Uh, loan documents will go back to your lender. They're going to verify that everything's been signed correctly. They're going to ask escrow to bind your homeowner's insurance. And then they're going to wire funds once all once all funding conditions are clear. And normally we can record on the same, same day. day. Sometimes it goes on to the next, depending on if we make that cutoff time. But once you sign those papers, it's escrow gets yeah, yeah escrow gets fee gets funds. They send off the title to the county to record mm-hmm. you as the new owner. Once it records, they get notification of recording. You get the keys to your new house. Simple. It's super easy. See, we did that we did in five all. minutes. I did five <laughs> minutes. And you know what? We, we've actually closed start to finish in less than 20 days. So it can be done if all those balls in the air are working together. So give us a call, 925-203-5808. When we come back, jean has got an investment property that you all are going to want to hear about. Stay Absolutely. tuned. You're listening to Real Life Lending and Real Estate with financial services expert Eric Olofsky. All right, everybody, welcome back to Real Life Lending and Real Estate. My name's Eric. I'm here with Jana from Real Life Real Estate. Jana, how does somebody get a hold of you? Because you're going to go and you're going to give them an evaluation of their home. You're going to tell them what they do need to do, what they don't need to do to get the most for their home. And now you've got some special incentives. You're paying for inspections on the rebuy. But how does somebody get a hold of you if they want you to come down and meet them? 916-505-0054. And for all of the sellers, I do also pay, you know, I make sure you have professional photography i like to have inspections ahead of time um you know just to make sure and i will pay for all of those inspections just like i do for buyers sure to make sure you know we know what we have what because we work with a lot of va buyers as well absolutely i love our va buyers so we want to make sure we have that you know clear section if you're having a hard time getting your va offer accepted give us a call we're becoming one of the premier not only lenders but real estate services in the area to help veterans we hire veterans both as agents and loan officers so we are your place, one-stop shop here. So Absolutely. phone number one more time. 916-505-0054. We also, you can jump on reallifere.com, reallifere.com. Jump on the team, find Jana and give her a call, hit her website. You can do some searches for homes on there as well. And again, that's reallifere.com. You have an investment property out there. So everybody, all the investors to lean in because this one's a good one. This one's amazing. So this is going to be in, it's in Sacramento in the Arden area, which is fantastic. Um, we have, it's something, it's kind of a unicorn sure. because it's a duplex and it's three bedrooms on both sides. It's three bedrooms and one and a half bath on each side. Now for that area, you can get about 1900 per unit. So that's 3,800 right there. Right. And, What's the purchase price? Um, and the purchase price is 425, 425. Wow. Yeah. So. Wow. And that's so. I'm just doing some calculations. Go ahead and tell everybody about the property a little bit more. Um, Yeah. So the only thing you would need with this property is it it definitely needs floors. So they stripped all the floors and prepped it for new floors. So, you know, we got to put in some flooring and maybe a couple little touch ups here and there to be ready for renters and. So you're looking at thirty thirty nine hundred thirty eight hundred thirty eight hundred dollars worth of rents. Um, You're. With 25% down on a multi-unit investment property, your principal and interest payment is going to be about 1503 Okay, yeah. maybe another 
six hundred bucks, six hundred and fifty bucks for uh, tax and insurance. Mm-hmm. So let's set, put you about twenty one hundred. You're going to cash flow day one on this property. Absolutely. And I know that we have a ton of investors that that like to buy up this way because cost of admission is obviously cheaper than it is in the Bay Area. And it is just a matter of finding that those properties that will cash flow. Now it does need some floors and a little bit of work. Absolutely. It's just unfinished. But, I mean, we have, especially if you're from the Bay Area, we have handyman, we have contractors, we have people that can you know give great prices, go in there and get this work done for you that you don't even have to touch. You know. Yeah, and I, I can get this. I get this property finance too. So Absolutely. it is really neat. And how does somebody get a hold of if they want to see this one? 916-505-0054. And also for the buyers who are thinking about mm-hmm. this, living on one side and renting the other side, mm-hmm. this will definitely go for a conventional 3% down financing. Right. So And FHA. And, and will it do it without floors? Well, we can fix that. That's true. Yeah, we, we, can, there's, there's, we can fix the floors. Absolutely. I mean, there's certain so many things that, that we can do to make sure that this property works. But if, like I said, an investor where you're cash flowing, you know, well over twelve, thirteen hundred dollars a month, yeah. um, it's a good deal. Absolutely. And you know, I would say it's going to be about five, six thousand dollars to finish that property. Yeah, so there are programs out there. There are rehabilitation purchase programs to get that done for you if you're going to live in it. But if you're an investor, man, these don't happen. Any multi-unit no. go fast, right? Yes, and, and if you have a multi-unit in the area or anywhere in Northern California, we have buyers for them. Absolutely. So, uh, Jana, one more time, reallifere.com. And how does they get a hold of you because they want to see this property? 916-505-0054. And when you go on the website, you're looking for Jana. It's spelled with Z-H-A-N-N-A. All right. So I've got to be complicated. And I'm going to do my thing. And again, you know, folks, we are continuously growing and expanding throughout Northern California. And if you're a real estate agent or a licensed NMLS loan officer, I want to buy you lunch. Talk to me about the last job you're ever going to have in this industry. Come co-host with us. We'd love to hear from you. 916-806-0606. Thank you, Jana, for being here. Thank you for having me. All right. We'll see you next same time next week, folks. Have a wonderful real estate day.